Welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hot Box. Welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hot Box. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast coming to you fresh off of a UFC San Antonio. Hey, y'all. from Live from the, what What do they call that? The AT&T Center? Uh, I think so. Who knows? But Cheeto Vera, Corey Sanhagen, Corey Sanhagen, just dom- absolutely dominant Dominant victory. We have a bunch of fights to talk about. We have judging to talk about. We have officiating to talk about. We have all <laughs> sorts of stuff to get into here on today's episode. Ty, how are you feeling today? I am Matt McSweeney as well, by the way. Uh, I enjoyed by Ty Capone. Ty, how are you feeling today? Uh, pretty good. Pretty good. I'm feeling like I need a vacation, but other than that, um, feeling good. Feeling... I'll tell you what. We... <laughs> I think we need a vacation from these picks because we, we are getting <laughs> – I mean, it feels like I'm, I'm, I've been underwater for about a month now. Or I'm yeah, just, we're vibing. I've yeah, been you've deep, been, deep. Yeah, yeah, I'm you're deep, in the deep trenches right now. Just <laughs> deep sea fishing. Deep sea fishing, and uh, we we have a whole card to talk about. That we lost a couple fights right before. We we just we have you know we got boxing. There's a Only couple boxing uh, matches this weekend that we can talk about. So we will get right into it, and we will start with Corey Sanhagen's split decision victory over Marlon Chito Vera. <laughs> that just seems insane to say because it was not. It was not that close. At most, I would have gave it a forty-nine, forty-six, and yeah. I don't know how. I don't know how that guy saw it anyway. I mean, I had Cheeto Vera, so when he read the first card, I was like, "Oh, are we gonna get a fucking robbery here? Like, let's go." I, yeah. I, I really don't know. Like, I, I mean, Cheeto looked better in the second half of the fight, but to say that he won, I mean, maybe uh, I'm trying to remember what round. Maybe the third, the third or fourth, I right? Think. That's okay. That's what I thought. The third round the fifth, was probably. No. No fifth, shot he won the no fifth. Shot. The fourth and third were close. Yeah, exactly. But, so, like, worst I'm giving you is a Sanhagen 48-47. That, and that, that's even where I'm like, Ugh, But when you, you look know? at the strike totals, it's just so funny. I don't know. that Joel, Joel Ojeda. He should not never that. be never be involved in this stuff. And that's the problem with uh, having these guys, or when they travel and they have some of these guys that come in here and just do the judging, it's like... That no, in no other sport do you have like the local ref come in and do like the 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 biggest fight of your on your uh, promotion, or you know when you're like the NFL travels to you know St. Louis or that's of course they're not even there anymore, but they travel to Minnesota and the best high school ref they have there comes out and refs the game like that's yeah that's not a thing, <laughs> but in in MMA it is two best scorecards yeah funny enough because and also Frank Colazzo the guy who literally let a man go to sleep wake up and get his arm snapped in half. Uh, without even doing anything the, the day before, he was a judge, and he didn't even do bad. I agreed with his scorecards. Joel Hader gave the first round to Tucker Lutz in the Daniel Pineda fight. He's the only one of the three who did that. How? Um, I don't even know. I mean, like, not that I care, but like that was that's bad. That's bad itself, you know. But it's not even close. Um, yeah, it's not even close. So given Cheeto three, four, and five, uh, something's got to be up there. I mean, Dana White said after the fight. It was like 5-0. Saudi Amato had it 50-45. I think you could have gave every ground to Corey Sanhagen also. Um, I think he looked good. Uh, very impressed with him. I guess I was a little, you know, I think it, I think it's more about how bad Cheeto looked. I and mean, he was getting all of the – Jason Perillo was, was was asking, like, are you all right? Like, what's going on? Are you yeah. okay? Like, is, is he is – he, what's he doing that's bothering you? Uh, this and that. And I don't, you know, who knows, right? Um, but Corey looked good. I'm excited to really see what, if he can just keep up in his level. 
Uh, he he dealt like was it a nasty elbow I think right under his one eye. Um, he dealt with that, moved on, just started doing his own thing, getting takedowns. Um, with no just all around all around game, honestly looked good. His cardio was holding up, just active, staying active, um, landing big shots. Whatever you know, whenever Cheeto kind of went forward and and eventually did something, Corey answered. So. Um, how would you like to see Corey and Sean O'Malley? I feel like that would be my my dream matchup. I think that that's that's as good as it gets. I mean, I I, I really I I have a tough time leaving this fight and being like, ah, uh, yeah, can't wait to see what's next for Corey. Even though like he won the fight and he was dominant, I just really don't know what was going on with Cheeto. Like that that is just not. I've never seen that that lack of activity from him at, at, in, in any of his fights. I, I, I really don't – maybe it was his the, – the, the stature and the length that was giving him problems, but it just seemed like he wanted nothing to do with any sort of an exchange, especially in the first two rounds. And then when he's taken down and he's up against the fence, he's not moving at all. He's just covering up and just – I don't know if he thought that Corey was going to gas out or what his – it it seemed like there was no game plan whatsoever. It, it really did. It, he seemed lost in there, and that's very rare to see from the uh, the upper echelon, higher levels of any rankings or any weight class in the UFC. And that he just looked like he did not deserve to be there. And that is not what we have seen from Cheeto in the last what four, five, six fights. You know? Yeah. Very disappointed. I uh, I had a couple late bets that I saw in DraftKings. I had a, a friend place for me. It was Macy. The odds change. It was Macy Barber to get one takedown, one, and win the fight. Plus 175. I sadly got it at minus 110. And I had a Cheeto over two and a half and to win. I think that was plus 110. And somebody posted that they had played, they played that all the time for him. Over two and a half rounds at least. You know, not because he does get some late finishes. And, and he's been getting wins lately. He could not get this win. I was very upset. Again, I had a couple parlays that needed him to win. I did well with other bets that night, but, um, I think I did a prize picks with Corey's uh, San Hagen's over on significant strikes. That was easy. Yeah. Um, really, just disappointed by Cheeto, honestly. Like, really, that's I hate to do that, and I, it seems like we're taken away from Corey, but we're really not because Corey looked good. We we knew is, we knew Corey was gonna like. There was never disrespect towards Corey San Hagen's ability. Like he is the, just as like ceiling. I think. Yeah, like this is a upper echelon of the of the bantamweight division. I just thought we were gonna get. A little bit more from from Cheeto, where it was going to be a little bit more of an exciting fight. This wasn't exciting at all. No, no, and uh, yeah, this Cheeto looked like how he used to, uh, you know, way back when the Contender Series or uh, was it, um, Ultimate Fighter when he was on the uh, Latin season. When there was times where he, you know, very, at the very beginning of his career, he just looked like somebody who he, the volume was low and it would never pick up. You know, like in his first couple yeah. of UFC fights that he lost by decision. Um, he didn't do much in the first Davy Grand fight. He didn't do anything, and then when you fast forward to the second Davy Grand fight, it was just a whole different person, whole different fighter, whole different everything about his game. This fight, you know, obviously it's it's probably I would say one of the better fighters he has fought. But look at the guys he's fought recently; they're all studs. Aldo, he fought Sugar Sean, um, Frankie Edgar, Rob, Rob Font, Dom Cruz. So maybe maybe uh, Corey is just kind of sharpening his tools and putting it all together. He is thirty. Um, I think this is the best he looked. I, I don't want to take away from, Absolutely. you know, from that at all. Um, I still have some concerns, like about him winning winning the belt. But I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, 
I don't know how he, he called out Marab with that cringy uh, little little quote. I still thought it was kind of funny because he, you know, he rehearsed it. It was it was cute. Um, he's 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 a likable guy. I like him. Definitely. Is. I just I, I, and I don't like that's a division where like there's not really. <laughs> Do you see many uh, likable fellows like Marab? I not really. Aljamain, no. Uh, Piotr Jan, eh, he doesn't really, you can't really do anything. Cheeto. Yeah, <laughs> right. Cheeto, eh, Somewhat. I don't know, not really. Not Somewhat. Really, Rob, Rob Font, meh, sure. Dominic Cruz, I don't, not, I don't like him. Definitely, Pete. You either like him or you don't. And even I'm a fan of him, and he's really hard to like. So I, I'm back and forth on Sean O'Malley, but I do like him. I think now he's, I think he's more mature. I mean, he, uh, you know. He talks some shit here and there, but it's it's not as bad as it was. Um, also, his game in general, I'm, I'm very impressed with. So. And also, when you go and beat a guy like Peter Yan, you gain a little bit of respect. Like the shit that taking you're his saying, best shots. Like, yeah, exactly. people don't do that. Yeah. Aljamain Sterling doesn't never do that. He took him down, but he never took his best shots. Yeah, and, and, and went back at him. Sean O'Malley did. So I don't know. I don't like this division is really weird. Like what's so Cejudo and Sterling right? Yeah. So, um, Corey's calling out Marab. I, what's Sean O'Malley doing? I don't think that he. I think he's waiting. I think. Did you see that? I heard uh, or saw on Twitter that they're gonna they're trying to do Marab and Umar Nurmagomedov in July. Oh fuck that! I did see that. Okay, so I know Corey called out Marab, but that that doesn't really mean anything. Well, the UFC so seems think, like they're trying to kill off Marab now. After he decided that he's not gonna fight for the title, they're like, okay, we're gonna get rid of you. Like that. This seems like I they're think, gonna send their best hitmen <laughs> at him. No, I swear to God. Like that's a scary. Well, that's a scary guy to send because he's only number eleven, but he has such a good style. Like who yeah. else had? Who who's Marab gonna Marab gonna struggle to take down and dominate on the ground and and out grapple in this division more than Umar? Yeah, nobody, that's it. right? So I guess Aljo maybe, but I, I don't know, man. Umar is nasty, and Umar, I I think Umar beats him. I think Am he I, has I, definitely honestly. has the skills to. I, I I'm done on the betting against Marab. Yeah, the I I guess that's where uh, like. Yeah, I don't really see where. How does he get the upper hand on Umar? Cardio, maybe if he if he if he if he, if he, if he uh, you know lasts long, and he does, you know, his boxing or his hands have gotten better. Like he hits hard, you know. Um, I just defensively, he's a mess. Big time would depend on whether it's a three or five round. Yeah, if it's a three um, round, I, I think Umar's like, a lock. Yeah, I and I think that. if it's a five rounder, he still I still would favor Umar. I don't. It's just tough to say. But I think that. they when, should. I guess the eleven yeah. kind of clouds your judgment, but he's not an eleven. Yeah. Like and he's we also much haven't seen him up there. Guys. Yeah, with with somebody like Marab, but you know that'd be a tough test. I think him and Marab, Sean and Corey, and Cejudo and Sterling. That would be my ideal, my perfect world scenario. But who knows, right? Who knows? They they like to make random fights. Guys get hurt. Guys just stop. Don't feel like fighting anymore. Peter Don's probably going to go back to ACA in Russia and fight. You know, who knows? Who knows for real and. It was a good win for Corey Sandhagen. Uh, I would like to see him versus anybody, pretty much either Marab or uh, I think O'Malley is a good matchup, but I don't know if they're going to do that. I, I really don't yeah. know what uh, Achito. It seems like Peter Yan that 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 they've been called. They called or he called him out. That seems like a logical matchup of two guys who kind of just uh, disappointed in their recent matchups, and they kind of could yeah, use each other. Yeah, get back too. on track. Yeah, back get back on track exactly. And uh, yeah, I mean the the you know I see Dom Cruz might be fighting Cody G soon. I saw that too. So there, there's wow, a, that's good quite, out of here. That would be a crazy rematch of for the ages. To, Who wins? I really don't know. Uh, I, I, I mean, I, <laughs> I wouldn't say Dom just because Cody like could have lost to Trevin Jones, but Trevin Jones you know only decided to throw a punch with ten seconds left in the third round. So. 
like I, I think I think he loses to anybody that's anything any special like anything decent. And I think Dom at this stage, you know, he he he, he was busting up Cheeto. He was. You know, and then he got absolutely shelled. And I think you know also at the age he's at with all the injuries he's had, you know. His his decline will drop off. Like I can see Cody just hitting him and he melts. Mm-hmm. You never know at that age with all those miles. And you know he commentates a lot. I know he trains a lot, but still, like and he got head kicked into oblivion. You can't even uh, a couple that. times. Yeah. So yeah, I feel it. That'd be, that'd be, I'm down for that fight. That's Sign awesome. That, that's a kind put of TJ shit. Dillashaw on deck. Let's have a trilogy series yeah, with those man, three. Let's just, get him yeah, back. Put Faber in there. I think he's back on the juice though. So that's, yeah, uh, that's have that's, a Grand Prix. <laughs> A nice, a nice alpha male Grand Prix. That would be nice, yeah. man. With the winner fighting Connor. Yeah, come fight me, one fifty-five. <laughs> I'm fighting big. I'm fighting Jose. Dude looks like he can fight a one eighty-five these days. Yeah, oh, he looks like a fucking on. house, dude. Yeah, that's that. that I want to know what he's on, but uh, good win for uh, Sanhagen. I guess we could sit here and talk about thirty. Thirty-five is one of my favorite weight classes, but uh, good. Yeah, I mean. I just really was surprised. I will just, before we get out of here, we'll say I was really surprised at the lack of resistance that Cheeto provided on the ground. I really, yeah. I guess he, I overestimated. They were, they were saying the same game. thing. He wasn't throwing much up. He yeah. wasn't doing much. Uh, also, there was a lot of times, I think it was Dan Mergliotta. No, who was the 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 ref? Was it? Yeah, it was Dan Mergliotta. So he, 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 had, some, he had some questionable uh, scorecards, and then he just sat in there and let Cheeto Vera do like 17 illegal things back to back to back in round, I think, two or four. I can't remember. He hit him with an up kick when, yep. when uh, San Hagen's knees were down for like multiple times, and he kept throwing them. And then he was holding his gloves. Dan Mergliata, what are you doing, brother? Well, him, Herb, they seem like those are the guys you want in there for the, uh, for the, for the championship and main event fights where they're just going to let you get away with murder. It's basically a street yeah. fight when those two are in there. So. <laughs> <laughs> Except Herb's going to take a point away from uh, Leon Edwards when he grabs the cage, but yeah, you know what? Nobody else gets that treatment. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Uh, Holly Holm, Yana Santos. This went exactly how we thought it was going to, especially given the fact that Yana decided to push the grappling uh, in the early yeah, parts of this smart. fight. Yeah, that was stupid. Holly Holm was like, <laughs> "Really? Like, let's go!" Like, she, you, you, you saw the excitement in her face. Like, "Oh, this is what we're doing." Like, this she is was easy work doing that second round. Yeah, man, she's. Holly Holm is a fucking tank, dude. For for like for someone like you said who's like a boxing Hall of Famer, she is a fucking tank to wrestle with. She she yeah. took that very seriously when she became a mixed martial artist. That like I am not going to be easy to be taken down, or and honestly, I'm going to be taking people down and fucking fucking them up on the ground. And yeah, yeah, you know, this was about a, a, a much of a lock. I wish we could have taken something on here other than the parlay piece. I, I wish I just took her money line, just millions of dollars on the money line, because she was never losing. She didn't lose yes. a second in this fight. Yeah, she was not going to lose this fight because Yana coming off the baby, not being not that good. The, cha- in the name change. Hey, dude, remember the name change. Name change is always like it. an instant L, uh, <laughs> unless you're Cheyenne Velismus, because of course, uh, shout out to her. Uh, yeah, Cheyenne I mean, really, Blaze. not much to say other than this was a lock. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and she's 41, dude, still doing this, you know. Uh, I know they like to show the uh, 60% uh, of fighters who have the eight-year age uh, advantage always win or whatever the fuck, but she took it to Yana. got four takedowns even. Yeah, Yana just had nothing for her. It was kind of expected. It looks going like she's going to join uh, her husband in PFL maybe? I don't know. Uh, you know, who knows? Uh, she, she needs to learn some ground game from her husband, it seems like, because she didn't really – I mean, honestly, though, the, what can you really do when there's just this meat blanket laying on top of you? Just nothing you can do to get fucking back up, man. Uh, yeah. How about Nate Landwehr? 
Lamware with the sub with at the 4-11 mark of the second round over Austin Lingo. I thought Austin Lingo looked good for portions of this fight. I was a little um, first in, round. Yeah, I was impressed by his boxing, and I mean he he split. Nate Landwehr's eye open. Uh, I mean, I think a minute, like a minute into in. the fight. Yeah, it was. He was bleeding <laughs> I was from like, the very damn, beginning. Damn, already, Nate. <laughs> those uh, those kicks up the middle. Those like body kicks started to really hurt Lingo as the fight went on. But Landwehr's good, man. He's uh, he's a fun guy. I would say that he's a fun, fun fighter to watch. And uh, he got the he got the rear naked choke here and kind of snuck it in there and it, without uh, any any hands lock like, or any hooks in and then just got his hooks matter, in man. after. Yeah, you didn't need it once. Once you wrap someone's neck up, they're like, whoa, whoa, and they go, that's all they could, you know, because, I mean, when, if you've ever been in a rear naked choke, it is a very, very uncomfortable, and then all of a sudden, the hooks are in, and your your back's getting arched, and you're like, oh, boy, I'm out of here, this is yep. it, so then that, that was, yep. that's what happened. Second sub in his career, uh, two of his last three fights and wins have come by sub, so, I think he was like plus nine or plus 1100 to win by sub, but either way, Won't man. get that number again, unfortunately. Nope. Uh, <laughs> It, it just—it was a good performance from him, and I don't leave this fight thinking that Austin Lingo stinks. It just—you know—it's it, a tough matchup. He's More had, activity. He's had some tough matchups, man. Yeah, he also needs—he also needs. I think he—he he did say he wants to like fight like uh, three three times this year. So we've only seen him. True. I think since we haven't seen him in tw since 2021. So we'll see. Macy Barber. With a split decision victory over Andrea Lee, uh, remember we were talking about this before the podcast. You said that you thought by what in the uh, like at the time of watching that you thought Andrea Lee won, but then you went back and watched it and thought Macy Barber won. I'd just like to hear your thoughts on this one. I little disappointed in how easily Macy Barber was taken down and uh, just was not impressed with Macy whatsoever. I thought she was much better and she did not live up to her minus two sixty two eighty billing before this. No, fight. she did not. Um... So, yeah, I think she I think she lost the second, but she was winning. She was land, she landed the better punches, the better shots in every round. But in the second round, she got taken down, and I'm pretty sure she kind of got held down for the last like two minutes. And then the third round, she got taken down. But uh, Andrew Lee, even with any of the take, she didn't do anything with any of the takedowns. Uh, Macy got up a couple times. She threatened a uh, triangle for like a split second. Uh, I think I think Andrew Lee did help, did kind of bust up her nose, but I think that was already happening. Macy gets busted up a lot, but yeah, I thought. I mean, honestly, you could have argued that Big Dan Mergliata's thirty twenty seven one wasn't even that that inaccurate. I don't think Andre won the the third, like Chris Lee said, but um, I I think also Frank Colazzo gave the third to Andrea Lee, but he gave the first to first two to Barber. Yeah, either way, uh, I thought she won. It was close, and Andrea Lee's from Texas, but I don't think people. Uh, I don't think she's a very well liked hometown fighter. It seemed like Macy Barber got a huge pop when, when they announced that she won. Um, I think she's getting better, but just a little slow. Slowly, like her defense in general isn't good. She gets taken down sometimes uh, at, at ease. Uh, sometimes she can bounce up, and she tries to do work off her back. But uh, And standing up, like she's, she's good. She's got good hands. She's quick, powerful. Her hands are getting a little bit better. She misses a lot. Um, but I think she's she's getting there, slowly getting there. Remember, she's only twenty four. Yeah. Um, but but she gets busted up a little bit. She get, yeah. um, she gets hit a little too easily. She doesn't really check leg kicks, but she also she's very active. She bounces around. She has very very good cardio. Uh, I think she's a savage. I think she turns up in the third round all the time. Yeah. I wish she would just. I really wish she would just refine um, some of her some of her techniques. I think she you know she she really benefit from throwing a, a jab more. 
because I think she has, you know, again, quick hands. She hits hard. She misses a lot, but that she'll, she'll, uh, she'll improve on that. And I think honestly the top 10 and this division is not really that deep. So like, you know, do I worry about her against Amanda Hebos? Not really. I think she would bust Amanda Hebos up on the feet. But would she get taken down by Amanda Hebos? Yeah, probably. So uh, she definitely has to work on some things, but I do think she's slightly getting better. Um, but do I think she's going to be like a champion? I don't know. She did beat the – she did take a round from the current champ. But um, matchups make fights, and I think she could be very uh, – you know – she can get taken advantage of on the ground sometimes. The one thing she does have going for her is the fact that if you look at the top 10 above her in the 25 division, a lot of them are older older ladies. And they're, mm-hmm. they're trending in the wrong direction while she's trending upwards. So maybe she has trouble with an Amanda Hebos or, you know, even a Jennifer Maya. But, I mean, those But are if the, you look at, like, even a – sorry. No, um, you're good, you're good. Manon Firo as, like, number two. Like, I, that's a good match. Yeah. She probably takes Manon Firo down. And, you know, gives gives Manafiro something because Manafiro is very inactive sometimes. Um, do I favor her in that? It'd be like a, a pick em, I think, because you can't really, you know, I don't like I don't like Macy Barber and some of the odds she's been at. I remember she lost as like a minus 1,500 favorite or whatever. But, um, yeah, I, I don't see, again, I don't, Lauren Murphy and Jennifer Maya could give her a vet lesson. But if she's, you know, if she's past some of those hurdles and, and rookie mistakes, she would bust them up. They're yeah. both old and kind of stiff, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what about you? Yeah, um, that's a, to me like a split decision either way. Probably you know they're both <laughs> awkward Literally. fighters, and that's all Chuk does. But I think she would probably beat Chuk. Um, I don't know though. You know, I, I, I guess it depends who wins those wrestling exchanges. I don't know. I, I, Tracy Cortez, Macy Barber would be a good fight. I just I don't know. I, I feel like Macy Barber doesn't need a warm up or another like you know easy step because she kind of can't do that now. She's probably going to be eleventh at least, maybe top ten. Um, so we'll see. The good thing is that none of them are going to beat Aaron Blanchfield, and we all know yeah. that. So we can just resign ourselves to <laughs> I that fact. I agree with that. And that's that. You know, we'll just wait for her next. Whoever you know, finally Aaron Blanchfield gets that shot because it's coming soon. Who's next? Who's next? Feed me more. Shout out to Ryback. WrestleMania this weekend, everyone. I might I might drop a little pod. Oh wow! On, on I didn't Friday know that. To uh, get get a nice pump up for. Uh, How's the car look? You know, I mean, <laughs> John Cena's showing up, so you know, oh, we got man. that. When's the last time he was around? I don't know. Uh, you know, he's too busy making Fast 10, and he's got shit he's got to do. <laughs> but uh, Edge is out there for all, you know, I can oh, only name. My. You know, I, I'm still living in, like, 2007, so, like, any. I can't believe these guys are still around because they've had some surgeries. Oh, yeah. They've they, been, you know. They bounced back, man. Uh, they're, not, they're not young guys. Roman Reigns is going to be out there. I know you've probably heard of him before. Uh, he's Big a, boy, yeah. He's the, he's the new, you know, he's the head of the table. He, he's the new guy in right. WWE. He's been a champ for almost 1,000 days, which is Jesus. pretty wild in WWE. I know everyone's like, it's fake, it's fake. It's still... Uh, we we, we watch Game of Thrones and shit. That shit's fake as well. So yeah, yeah you know, Brock Lesnar is uh, wrestling some guy who is what seven foot three, four hundred pounds. Jesus. Yeah. So th- that's Brock's the shit. I watch that shit where I'm like, yeah, oh yeah, Big Brock's still getting out there. He's a hoss still too. I mean, obviously. Fun fact: Brock was pretty much blackballed from the NFL because he was too much of an animal. So. Yeah. Not that he was great, but still. Logan Paul getting in there as well. So the, there's, you know, plenty. There's plenty. Hey, he's a good talent. They found, they found a gem in, in him. Oh, and your boy Ronda Rousey's going to be out there. Rey Mysterio. There's plenty <laughs> of guys. <laughs> this is insane. This is like show the. That's what, what day is that? Sunday? The Saturday and Sunday. They, they do two days now. 
Jesus Christ. Well, you know it's Saturday. You know what's coming up this Saturday. What? Roy Jones Jr. Anthony uh, Pettis, baby. We, we, will, we will get to that. We will get to that <laughs> later on in the week. We, we will have – by the way, folks, we will have another episode this week. I usually wait till the end, but by that time probably no one's listening. Uh, next week we will – or this week we will have an episode where we do our pound-for-pound uh, pound rankings. Yep. We will talk about some of the events that are coming up this weekend, and we will just kind of – preview what the ufc is going to look like uh, these next couple weeks uh you know just some of the cards we have a uh i mean masvidal's fighting uh next week not this weekend but next weekend uh so as is Pereira and adesanya uh by the way did you see the video of Pereira watching adesanya's reaction and him getting triggered when the pikachu and all the stuffed animals popped up on the screen that shit was so funny dude no, I did oh, not. It's just I like a slight. It's a slight. Like he just puts his hand up. Like what the fuck? Like he just hate. He hates Adesanya so much that he just gets so yeah. mad with that shit. But yeah. let's get sneak, back in. Sneak, uh, sneak peek. He's gonna win. Oh, Pereira. Yep. I'm. I'm. You know. I'm, we're we're going back to the well, dude. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna <laughs> let him ride in the battle again by by himself. I. He cashed <laughs> me out for my biggest plus money of uh, uh, one of my biggest plus monies in the history of this podcast. Hell um, yeah. So. Let's. I just wanted to see what the odds are real quick. I got distracted. What are the Adesanya and Pereira? I would guess odds? is he's like minus one fifty to two hundred. Right. I mean, because he was winning the majority of that right. fight, but they don't have anything on on my website. I think it canceled, did it? That's I always worry uh, about what wearing. Masvidal. Like gonna turn into a wrestler. I so hate. That's fun. We get sidetracked, but I can't help it. What do you think? Masvidal at plus four hundred is insane. I mean, that just seems Again, nuts to me. Like absolutely. Is nuts. it Burns? He's fighting. Yeah. I mean, um, I get why, but it's like... I mean, look, look, let's not pretend like Gilbert Burns is in his prime, you know? Yeah, like... like and, I think he's a little past it, and he's also a smaller, you know, guy for the division. I mean, a 70 or I should say, but yeah, like, when I when he fought Usman, I was like, ooh. Like, he's... You know, like, he's, he did hurt Usman for what it's... Like, but still, like, I think, uh, you know, I don't know. That's, that's, that's honestly kind of interesting. I think, if anything, in that fight, I probably would take a, a shot on Masvidal Moneyline. Yeah. Even though I wouldn't feel confident in it, it just seems like, you know, we're gambling here. We're, we're trying to win some money, so. All right, let's get back into it. Uh, we got distracted a little bit, but let's um, let's head back to the uh, – we're going to go one more fight in the main card. We got Albert Durayev getting a split decision victory over Chidi and Jukani. You did not like this uh, decision. Yeah, I thought Chidi won the second and third. He was landing more of the big the bigger shots in the second. Everybody, Every judge gave him the third. Uh, he did lose the first. Yeah. That was really the only round Arrive could really implement his wrestling like uh, people thought he would easily do. It didn't. It wasn't that easy. I don't know what. <clears throat> I don't know what his game plan really was. He was only two or three on takedowns, and again, I think they were all in the first. So, um, yeah, I, you know, I was a little surprised she didn't get that, but it was kind of boring. Like you know, is that he was very inactive. You're saying, um, like you said before this fight though, Chitty kind of looked like his brother a little bit in this one. Yeah, it, like yeah, very we were saying, low, he's low not volume. like that. But in this fight, he really did channel a little bit of that inactivity and that kind of easily taken down, not really presenting much yeah. of a of a struggle from the bottom. I don't know. Yeah, like he didn't get up. You know, if Dorian would have just taken him down a couple more times, it would have been over. I still, you know, I still watching that second round, man. He cheaty landed like every every all the best punches, and he didn't get taken down. So I don't know. Whatever, I guess. Who was judging this one? Did we get uh, Jose Almeida um, out was, there or no? No. It was uh, Dan Mergliata, oh, Saudi Amato, Chris Lee. What the fuck Lee. are we doing with that? <laughs> Mergliata and Saudi Amato gave it to Derive. Chris Lee gave it to Chidi. So I know you love you Chris Lee. He's that, yeah. That's your guy. I mean, hey, he's, uh, he's been, you know, he's he's been, been better, better lately. Better. Yeah, that's the truth. 
You know who we so haven't maybe, seen? Maybe bullying works. I don't know. We haven't seen Big Doug Crosby in a while ever since his uh, – <laughs> what fight was that where you, he gave – I think that was you You who got him out of there. You must have made a call and said, yo, I've had enough of Doug Crosby. Get him the fuck out. What, what was the fight where he caused the, like all that problem? Um, I don't know, but I guess I could look it up. J- Douglas Crosby sucks. Let's see if that works. <laughs> Um, was it, oh, back-to-back nights. It was the Bellator card, right. and then it was the UFC card. I believe the Bellator card, it was like 50-45 for Sabatello against Stotts. Yes, yes. <laughs> and somebody else had it completely opposite, and then he had Patty Timblett winning. Yes. Yeah, that's what it was. Yes, okay. He had a back-to-back shitter. <laughs> and then you made the call, and now he's gone. I called the commission. I said, listen, this is enough. Enough's enough. I'm going to call fucking Texas this weekend and get Dan out of there. Not, not nothing Big against Dan, Dan but... Joel Ojeda. You know what, though? We got a couple guys. Maybe it's better to keep Dan at ringside as opposed to getting him inside the octagon because it seems like he's Instead just going to let murder get away with. Yeah, we got to pick one or the other. <laughs> but uh, how about uh, how about Daniel Pineda? He looked... I mean, this is a battle of guys who have, hadn't fought in half of a decade. Now, being dramatic, but combined, they really hadn't fought in half a decade. Uh, yeah. Tucker Lutz... Didn't look good. He did not look good. His hands looked brutal. Uh, Pineda lo- just looked better than him. Uh, his right hand was landing whenever it needed to, and uh, he got uh, he got cracked. Tucker Lutz did. Got dropped, I believe, in the first round. He recovered a little bit, but uh, then he shot in on a takedown, and Pineda almost guillotined dumb. him. And then later on, got the guillotine. He went to he changed to a rear naked, and he he had this he had the mount, and then Tucker Lutz got his guard back, and then somehow he just got snuck in on a guillotine after. And that was yeah. it. Yeah. Um, Pineda was getting hit with a couple good shots clean, but he uh, just tougher. Yeah, I took think him he well. obviously hits, hard, hits harder. Maybe he's back on that stuff. Maybe some of the stuff hasn't worn off, you know? Hey, I don't know. let's go. Um, Tucker Lutz, yeah, I don't he just I, I just think he's too average, you know? If he, t- yeah. if he fights somebody that's, you know, better than, than him in some certain specific area, then it's obviously going gonna, gonna to uh, be obvious, and that's what happened. If he can't wrestle you, if he can't dominate you on the ground, I think he's cooked. That's the unfortunate yeah. uh, situation that he finds himself in because he fought Sabatini and he was he got worked over, and in this fight, Pineda was there with him every step of the way for the for the wrestling, and you definitely wasn't going to be able to stand with him. So it was just kind of, you know, and we we kind of talked about it on here. I mean, you go into decisions with, you know, Sherard Blackledge and Kevin Aguilar, especially. It's not. Yeah. That ain't no, no, that ain't it. Bad. That's not it. And uh, that's that's kind of lends to uh, why he's in the situation that he's in. I should have took Pineda. I should have not been a pussy. But yep. it always makes sense afterwards. You know, before you're like, ah, you know, you could take him down. But man, who knows? Lucas Alexander takes care of business against Steven Peterson. Steven Peterson just slow. Uh, not really crisp with the striking. Uh, Alexander was beating him to the punch every step of the way. And uh, that Peterson at second distance looked real dumb afterwards. And then Mr. Peterson lays his gloves down in the octagon. Ocho has called it a career at 32. He says he's an old man. And I was like, wait, how old is he? He's 32 years old. He's gonna, he's gonna start coaching, or he's gonna, you know, focus on coaching now. Uh, good for him. Uh, he really, uh, you know, he did he did his service by taking out Chase Hooper. Thank you for that. And, uh, <laughs> that was it. <laughs> And Martin Bravo. We needed somebody <laughs> to expose two of the worst fighters ever. And he did it. He did it. He did it. So I can't I can't be too mad at him. I guess he didn't expose Lucas Alexander, but Lucas Alexander's younger, hits harder, quicker. Yeah. Uh, you know, just a way better athlete. Like I think this was obviously looking back on it, you know, I'm the big idiot here, but Taylor made matchup for um for him 
And I, you know, when I saw the odds were as close as they were, I was like, oh, you know, they're idiots. No, I'm the idiot. So uh, he, he will, his loss will come soon again, for sure. It's hard when, you, I'm, I'm when you get smashed by a guy like Brito. But even, it's, yeah. it's like, it's not his fault because Brito's that good. But you just have that image in your head and you're like, ah, that, that, you know, there's no way he can bounce back or something like that. But uh, I'm sorry, I just got distracted. Is Tenshin Nakasawa getting back in there again? Uh, yeah, he soon? is. He wants his title belt. T- title back. Wow, he is. 122 boxing event. Oh, man, from Japan at 4 a.m. and uh, Wow. 7 a.m. It's on ESPN+. Plus. I'll be tuned in. <laughs> Saturday the 8th. Tune in, ladies and gentlemen. Tension. Hell yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely won't be watching it live. I'm just messing around. I probably won't even know what happens by the time I get to hear the I'll this microphone. Thank you. That's why we, we you know, we got to help each other out here. Trevin Giles, Preston Parsons. Um, really no way to explain this other than a slop fest. This was uh, really wild back and forth. Preston Parsons was getting chewed up a little bit on the feet. Had no problem taking Giles down for Porsche, especially in that first round. Uh, yep. Giles started to get his feet underneath of him later on in the fight, but really didn't have an idea of who was going to win this fight going into the cards. I-, I thought there was a good chance Preston Parsons could steal a uh, decision here, but... I mean, Trevin Giles kind of stole it, too. It really didn't seem like either one of them had done enough to win the fight. But Trevin Giles does get the win. He was doing better on the feet, and it, sometimes it's easy to give the guy who looked better in the later half of the fight the uh, the decision. And I know that's not how it goes, but just it, that's what it seemed like. But good, good win for Trevin Giles. Yeah, I had him here, and, you know, he was looking good in the first. He was hitting uh, Preston Parsons with every jab so cleanly. Yeah. And, you know, I wish we would have threw more rights together, but it was a pretty good fight. They were both looking good. I mean, they both got tired, like, halfway through the second, but, you know, that was a that was some aggressive wrestling and grappling and reversing. Trevin Giles, anytime he got down, was, was you know, figuring a way to, to flip flip around and, yeah. and pretty much out-scramble him. And I think in the second and third, he did. He finished the third on top. Um, and... Uh, the first round he was winning, and then he got clipped right behind the ear, and he kind of, you know, his legs went out from under him for a little bit, and then he got taken down. But I, I still thought, you know, he looked better, fresher. Like Preston Parsons wasn't able to get those takedowns; and was kind of shelling up a little bit in the second and third. And uh, Trevor Giles was landing the better shots for a hundred percent. So yeah, it was a pretty good fight, honestly. But um, I thought Trevor won two and three for sure. Sal Diamato, what are you watching, brother? Yeah, I, I don't. Um... I, I I guess I just kind of I guess I thought it was just a little hard to score that one, but I I I guess like I don't know I guess it's hard when you're kind of getting I don't know I, I mean Giles was really dominating them towards the second they were half, both especially tired. on the feet yeah they were just it just looks sloppy I guess it's hard to be like oh yeah like I was like getting excited yeah. about because we had travel Giles money line I just was like I turned it off because I was I didn't really know I didn't want to see the decision I was just like all right I'm <laughs> get me away from this but. How about what do we have here? CJ Vergara. What? The, how about this fight, man? You you had uh, Mr. Mr. De Silva and uh, it, Mr. Lacerda. Don't yeah, call me De Silva, yeah, huh? Not to be confused. I mean, these Brazilian guys have about seven names, but Mr. <laughs> Daniel Lacerda De Silva. Uh, he had him on the ropes early on in this fight. He spinning back kicks, heel kicks, toe kicks, any sort of kick that he wanted to land on this man's dome, it was getting landed. And Vergara was doing the chicken dance all over the octagon, running. Tripping and I've falling. never seen guys. They were chasing each other around the, <laughs> around the octagon, back and forth. Vergara was running and falling down on his face. 
And Daniel De Silva get, took him down. He was land. He was on top of him at one point. Vergara, he had his back. Vergara got back up. I thought he was going to choke him out, man. That was yeah. brutal. And then he gets – and then once the second round – I mean, Lacerda, you could see with about a minute left in that first round, he was cooked. It was like, Done. oh, boy. Like, he, yeah, like even – I think Brendan Fitzgerald called it out first. Like, oh, man. Like, he, he was – especially at the very end of the first round, he's standing there with his hands up against the cage, like, with – like just standing there, and Vergara is like cool with it too. He's like, "I'll go to the fucking, I'll go to the stool, oh, man. man. I, if I get a little bit yeah, of juice yeah. back in me, I'm fucking gonna, I'm gonna fuck you up." And he came back out, and he fucked him up in that second round. And Herzog, let, I, I could not believe Herzog didn't stop the fight in the first round because he was Vergara was getting beat the shit. He was shit. close. He was very, very close. He was, and it was a good decision um, not to. Fuck, my boy, Daniel Lacerda, owned for for inside the distance losses, finish all four times. Twice in the first, twice in the second. I think uh, he's probably done, right? I mean, you can't. You can't They're gonna lose love him in combate, fights. dude. He's gonna be <laughs> awesome in combate. Jungle fight is fucking seething. I'm sure they have a him. spot uh, in Mister Cage still for him. <laughs> Big John's MMA. I don't know. He's gonna have uh, first No, 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 no. Don't get me started on Big John's MMA, man. That shit is Anthony electric. Pettis FC, formerly known as Showtime FC, uh, maybe Eagle FC. Um, Either way, he's going to go somewhere else, and he's going to have to work on some things. But it, at least it's not much. Like it's not like you know he's like, oh, we got to scrap his entire game game on the ground or on the feet. It's just about his cardio. That's really it. I mean, his defense isn't great, but when you fight a flyweight, and maybe like maybe he moves up. I, I don't know if unless nah. he has trouble making weight. I guess I, mean, I, maybe. I would stay where I would stay where I am if I was him. I mean, if he has to move up again, sure, but. Uh, his cardio. He needs to get. Who's like the best cardio coach? Is there a person specifically? Go out to like the elevation guy, and just the guy that run. was training TJ Dillashaw and giving him that use, dude. EPO. <laughs> Maybe we need to give him EPO. Imagine Daniel Lacerda on EPO. Holy shit! I don't think he loses. I anybody. really think it, the problem isn't his cardio as much as it is his management of his cardio because his IQ. Yeah, for he just sure. busts his nut in the first three minutes, and he tries to kill these guys. If he just, I don't blame him. Chilled out with the spinning um, shit and fucking just. <laughs> honed his skills a little bit more. I mean, he's powerful. I I don't see why he couldn't be successful. I mean, he, he's he's hurting a lot of these guys that he fights. It's just he just really – had him fucking shaky, yeah. so. <laughs> All right, well, uh, <laughs> I got to keep it moving. <laughs> but uh, seriously, like, if he goes somewhere else, who the fuck is going to like have to do – who's going to be able to survive like four – I mean, even like five full minutes of him? Send him to Bellator. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't even know if they have a twenty. Even have flyweight. Yeah, I was going to say, say. I don't think so. How about? But, uh, I mean, he, he would decimate a lot of people. How over about there. your boy Victor Altamirano? And I guess before we get there, we did lose Manel Cop and Alex Perez. Uh, Mr. Perez yeah. had a seizure before the fight, which uh, th- thoughts and prayers. Honestly, I, I, that's it's a scary that's thing. Scary yeah, I mean, fuck. especially before you're fighting, like it, then they're like. We did everything we could. I'm like, oh, what did he like? Did he have the sniffles? Like, I'm, I'm like fucking around, like watching the fight, and then they're like, yeah, he had a seizure. I'm like, Jesus, like, that's not like a oh, like he had a little bit of a medical like situation. It's a medical emergency, <laughs> yeah. and he should not even have been thought to be fighting. They're like thinking about like maybe we should get him out there. Like, no, no, I don't. Yeah. I, and like you said, maybe he he should call it quits because it just doesn't seem like it's uh... a lot of cancellations. Just a kid. I think they've probably had enough of him doing this, but. You know, I don't know. I also maybe maybe like he medically can't do this. He's struggled making weight a lot of times. Yeah, maybe it's gonna twenty five like isn't for him because it's yeah, I mean, even though he's a smaller guy, it's that's a lot of something. Yeah, yeah. something something's gotta give here. That's that's basically and he just had a kid, so like I wanna see him, you know, be able to provide. 
but he's a good fighter. He's talented. I thought he was going to win this. It was a good matchup, but we'll never know. Manel Cop is uh, not happy with him. That's for it's sure. It's DNA. That's that's what's. We'll uh, not be sending him a Christmas card. Yeah. So, and we also lost. Uh, you know, unfortunately, we did lose the Haley Cohen fight again. Again, she's cursed. I think. Yeah. She is cursed. Uh, how about Victor? She's supposed Osmer? to fight okay. Perez, right? And then she lost to the girl Perez lost beat Vidal. Yeah, so. and Vidal medical issues. So Victor yeah. Altamirano took care of your boy Salvador. <clears throat> Salvador, Salvador, uh, easily. This is a kind of an easy. Stinks. He's not good. He's not good. He seemed much bigger I in the uh, contender I, series. That was because he fought that that little ass dude Shannon Ross. He just <laughs> he was the same size as Altamirano, and Altamirano had his way with him. We have to we have to fade him one more time, just one more time. That's all I asked for. I know I know. I guess that is his only UFC fight and loss. So we have more chances. Al Altamirano, three of twenty two on takedowns. Whoa, not great. Yeah, uh, I also uh, Salvador's haircut also not great. Also his decision to like try to do Anderson Silva impression against the cage also not great. <laughs> none, none of it's good. This guy is a wild one, and it, it just didn't. He, it, it, <laughs> You got to be actually good to do the stuff that he tries to do, and he's not that good. Yeah. And I, and it's easy for me to say, sitting at my chair, thousands of miles away. But uh, I mean, I, I just watch this shit every weekend, so uh, you know, I see guys like Victor Altamirano who actually take it somewhat serious, and he just gives gives guys like Salvador the business. And uh, you know, maybe we'll, we'll I guess we'll see what happens with Phenomeno next. But uh, it, you know, I'm not uh, not not holding my breath. Let me just say that it's going to be have to be a yeah, matchup against sure. some some stiff at 25. That's going to have to get him a victory. But performance of the night goes to Mr. Lamweir. How about that? Mr. Lamweir gets fifty thousand dollars for his finish over Austin. Evil Another performance of the night goes to Daniel Pineda, who gets another fifty thousand dollars over his performance at Tucker Lutz and Fight of the Night. C.J. Vergara and Mr. Lacerda. Both get $50,000, which was 100% owed to them because they were awesome. Uh, on Hopefully, Lacerda doesn't spend it all because uh, he's going to need it. He's gonna need At it. least they well, gave it to him on his way out, right? They're like, hey, you know, we have to get rid of you, you bum, but here's 50 k Maybe they won't get rid of him now. I mean, yeah, but you know. I guess they'd have to give him another contract, right? Maybe not. I don't know. Who the fuck? Who knows, right? Either way. <laughs> I guess not. He ain't. He ain't get him in there gone. with Vinicius Salvador, please. Ooh. Let's go. Brazilian on Brazilian. Or even Ultimate Oh. Uh, no, I'm in. I'm in. Uh, so that was UFC San Antonio uh, or Vegas, whatever. Or, uh, or, or yeah, a UFC on ESPN 43. Or, you know, there's 16 different names for it. But 10 fights. That's in the books. We have a game bread fight card this weekend. Uh, that should be with fun. A lot of slop, but it should be fun to watch. It's on what? Um, the second, or I'm sorry, the first, right? The first. Uh, first, yeah. What is that, Saturday? Yeah, this Saturday. You have Anthony Joshua coming back, uh, fighting some some fella. Um, you have this. Also, Crazy Marcus Malouf. Just fighting some Yeah, guy. just like, oops. Jermaine Franklin, he kind of got robbed in his last fight, but he's not great. Uh, it's kind of just a get-back fight for Mr. Joshua, see how he looks with a new, 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 new trainer. Uh, Marcus Perez, Joe Riggs. This is a boxing match that I didn't know about, so I'm kind of um, – yeah, I don't know. Jose Aldo and Jeremy Stevens is just wild. Like, I'm here for it, but it's just, like, so random. Jacare boxing is like, what, what's going on here, bro? Jacare boxing, yeah. That's not going to go well. You know, fucking pull guard in the middle of the fight. They're going to have to cancel it. <laughs> How about um, 
How about your boy Benavidez taking care of business against Caleb Plant? Uh, did you think that the card was right? I mean, I, I know a, a lot of people told me, I didn't get to see this fight, but a lot of people told me that he was losing uh, the early parts of the fight, but then he kind of took over and started to uh, impose his will later on in the fight and that the decision was the right one. Do you agree? Yeah, sadly, um, Caleb Plant just... He just doesn't hit hard enough. He doesn't really, you know. Yeah. Nobody's scared of his power. He's smart and he can, you know, win some, <clears throat> win some, uh, some early rounds. But as it goes on, man, uh, the same thing happened against Canelo. He just I was wore down. Say, it seemed like that sounded like a lot of what happened against Canelo. Um. So yeah, I guess the scorecards were what one fifteen, one thirteen, one sixteen, one twelve, one seventeen, and one eleven. I had a one sixteen, one twelve, I believe. But uh, I think the first, I think it was eight four. I had it. Benavidez four two through six. For Caleb Plant, and then the next six rounds, I thought were all, all uh, David Benavides. Man, he's good. Man, he just he hits hard. He, I think he does have one hitter quitter power, but he just he he just he has such a big barrage of punches behind him. Puts together combos well. He's a big boy, man. He's super strong. I, I think he might have some problems for Canelo. Uh, he's a lot. He's he's going to look a lot bigger. Uh, he's he's got to do better in the early in, in, in the early uh, phases of the fight for sure. But also, he needs to throw his jab more. Only threw, uh, only landed 30 jabs in this contest. Uh, 30 of 132. Caleb Plant threw way more. I mean, he landed way, he, he landed less and threw 100 plus more. So 23 jab percentage for Benavidez landing. Plant nine percentage of his jabs landed. Uh, Benavidez usually throws more than 10 around, 10, 12 around. He usually throws, I think, 15, 20. So that I was a little disappointed in. Um, but. Yeah, the, the, the last round, the last really big flurry of the fight, they were just swinging, and that was fucking awesome. The last couple rounds were really good. I was watching it while uh, I think I was pretty pretty drunk, if I remember correctly. So um, it looks like he's pro. I mean, he's he's got to get Canelo next. I mean, Canelo's fighting John Ryder on May sixth. Um, <laughs> poor John Ryder. I mean, he's uh, he's going to try, but he's not. He's definitely, he is, he's definitely going to try. He's definitely not going to succeed. Uh, John the Gorilla Ryder. That is his nickname. He's like 34, 35. Uh, he couldn't beat Callum Smith. I don't think he's got anything for Canelo Alvarez. That's just me. Uh, but after this, I think, I don't know, man. I mean, there's a big, big Mexican following behind David Benavidez. And I think a lot of that is being uh, a boxing family, uh, having to overcome a lot at a young age. Um, so, you know, Canelo has obviously the, the, the big star power. I mean, Honestly, do you match them up on Mexican Independence Day weekend? That's usually when when um, Canelo fights. It's going to be Cinco de Mayo weekend, and it's going to be Mexican Independence weekend. I think in September. Um, I would love to see that. I mean, two, th- both of those those guys, maybe in Mexico City, maybe Vegas. It doesn't matter. I mean, uh, Mexican boxing supporters are they're going to come anywhere. And honestly, I don't even know who. I guess it would be Canelo, just because he's you know been the Golden Boy, the Golden Child for a while. But um, a lot of the newer, younger. People are uh, David Benavidez fans. I love David Benavidez personally. His style, talk shit. Uh, after the fight, though, it was awesome to see him and Plant squash everything. Uh, Jose Senior coming up to Plant, giving him a hug. I thought that was awesome. Yeah. So, also the whole card. I don't know if you watch any of the undercard. The whole card was good. Uh, the co-main event. <laughs> there was this guy named Joey Spencer, and he was not ready for Jesus Ramos. Jesus Ramos walked him down and beat them breaks off of him that was a piss poor matchup somebody said joey spencer land at one of 100 jabs that's just um sure uh the fight before that bad decision i mean there, there's it's not a boxing fight night if there isn't at least one terrible decision right oh, so, no. chris colbert former top prospect turned fraud uh got rocked a couple times by jose valenzuela and he got gifted a decision um 
undefeated Canadian fighter Cody Crowley beat Abel Ramos. And then I gave a crazy uh, fight speech after, talking about how his dad recently killed himself. He wanted to kill himself. Battled through it, and uh, it was fucking sad, dude. His eyes were closed. His eyes were like shut, like it was a war. Uh, he won a majority decision, biggest win of his career for sure. So he's he's a sneaky player at 147, 147 and 154 in boxing. There's just so many, so many guys everywhere. And if you look at some of the young prospects who are on some of these cards that are like 10 and 0, 12 and 0, they're all in the same divisions. So loaded, loaded. Uh, just like how lightweight's always loaded in UFC 155, obviously that is just it's uh, where you get all your pretty much best athletes. Yeah, man, and we got we will kind of not really go in depth, but we will talk more about the game bread situation on Friday or thir- Thursday or Friday, one of those two days. <clears throat> we will have a new episode. Hopefully, uh, it doesn't get canceled. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hopefully, you just you never know. And we have Tank Davis and Ryan Garcia on the horizon as well. That'll be fun. Looking forward to that. $85 for the pay-per-view, which is fucking insane. Is Blow Errol me. Spence fighting Keith Thurman? Is that legit or is that fake? That seems fake. Um, it's I don't on, think it's, it's on official. this boxing. Uh, yeah, it's on this website, but I don't, I don't think that's actually. I don't right. think it's official, official, but it's supposed to be. That's supposed to be what they're doing next since Crawford is, uh, you know, trying to make uh, contracts and sign with Thriller or Triller or you know, no, whoever the fuck. Yeah, who knows, man? No, see, those two should have fought. It should have just happened, but they're kind of you know how boxing is. They'll wait till they're thirty-five and then they'll fight, and it'll be a shell of the fight that it should have been. Yeah, uh, April's gonna be good though. April's gonna get some good, good matches. Uh, Shakur Stevenson. Anthony Joshua is getting in there. We'll see how he looks. But and Fury and yeah. Usyk is not happening. So that, that's you know. Yeah, Tyson Fury's something's wrong. He's on the gas again, dude. Uh, <laughs> he's on that Mexican gasolina now. So it's uh, it's a dangerous situation there. Heavyweight is kind of just up in the air. Francis Ngannou yeah, might just come in and steal all the belts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who knows? Who, who really? Knows? Who really knows? We'll be back next week, not even next week, later on this week for another episode of the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. My name is Matt McSweeney. His name is... Tyler Capone. There you go. Sweet and hands is what they call me. That's crazy. Just like sweet. Caleb Hand. Sweet hands. That's wild. Sweet hands, and then, you get, and then you get your, you know, you don't let your sweet hands go, really. That's all right. It happens. Uh, I, they, call yeah. me, they call me the, the, the Russian sniper. Even though I have no Russian in my in my DNA, so but Mel Cop, tell you, any, you can't do it, right? Mel Cop would say it's my DNA that's the problem. So that's, that's the problem. It's a wild thing to say after that, you know. <laughs> but what are you gonna do? African Kingdom DNA, he said. I was yeah, like, I mean, so Gina Mazzani. We we're on Gina Mazzani money line this weekend. Yeah, uh, that's Paul not Gonzalez. This fight card is disgusting. I can't wait to talk about it. We'll be back. <laughs> Shout out to everyone out there who listens. We appreciate you, and we will be back next week. Later on this week. God damn it, I keep saying next week. Fuck. Next week.